2: Hey guys, welcome to A New Winter, Cults and Culture, and today I'm going to be re-releasing an old episode um, that I did on my old podcast called The Wild Boar, so have a listen, and just be wary that the quality is not as good as you may be used to, so please do keep that in mind, and apologies, and I hope you enjoy the listen.
1: A New Winter Cults
0: and Culture
2: I'm, I'm here with
0: Cy. Oh, hi! I'm here, I'm, I'm here with
2: Sam. <laughs> That's, no one no one actually knows my name, so it's given, given the game away, um, don't they? No, I
0: don't think I've ever said. Yeah, I've never addressed you on this. <laughs> no. And we're also talking as if we've like another episode, like we just did one yesterday. But it's only been it's a about year. like two years. Or so. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but a lot's happened bad. since then.
2: Um, and we're, we're going to be doing this slightly different. In that we'll be doing a, a film per episode, um, and the first part will be us talking about said film, and then we'll have a spoiler cast um, for the film afterwards. Uh, so if you've uh, not watched the film, you can listen to its first, first bit. And if you have watched the film and you want to go in-depth into it with us, then you can do, and that's for the, the second bit. Um, and so, yeah, so today we're going to be talking about The Wailing, Korean yes. film The Wailing. Um, now... This was kind of on my radar, yeah, last year when it when it came out, um, because a lot of people say "No, it's one of the one of the best horrors they've seen in a while." And obviously, me and Ty, once that have, when someone says that, that's uh, oh yeah, sparks definitely. some that's, interest.
0: It's going to happen then. Um,
2: yeah. And I saw it quite recently, and it was actually one of the few films that, when I finished, I actually was like, I might start watching this again from the beginning. Really? Yeah, and yeah. I don't think there's not many films. I think. Has actually made me want
0: to do that. I was—I I didn't want to watch it again. I kind of wanted to cry or something. No, it was it really, like it was. Um, it, I thought it was really, really good. It had the end, which we won't go into now in too much detail, but it was so like such a impactful, crazy end with twists and turns and everything. I had to like sit and just digest it and think about it um, because so much happened in it, and there's so many like quite big. Performances and big scenes of like crazy Korean stuff. That by the end of it, I was like, right, I need to actually sit down and think about the beginning again because that was ages ago, and like, yeah, and I re analyse it a little bit rather than jump straight back into it because it's, it's it's quite long. I mean, it's um, yeah, it's a good two
2: two and a half hours. I think. Yeah, I think so. um So the wailing, yes, yeah, uh, South Korean film, yeah, directed um, by Hong
0: Jin Na yeah where, where else was he directed
2: he did The Chase oh, he uh, did the Lee oh The Chaser Chaser, Chaser sorry yeah uh, uh, and something else Yellow Sea Yellow Sea I haven't seen Yellow Sea uh, anyway. I haven't seen Yellow Sea either and um so it's a it's kind of I don't want to say it's horror it's like a supernatural thriller um about a bunch of murders that happen in this small Korean town yeah um and they're all a bit like weird and a bit occulty, I suppose and um mm. and one guy this cop kind of gets mixed up in it and then it turns into yeah like it goes full on like thriller mode um, yeah it does isn't it not michael jackson thriller
0: <laughs> <That would laughs> there is an element of two, that two and a half it. hours of that would be amazing <laughs> <It's> two, and, <laughs> two and a
2: half hour dance sequence <laughs> <laughs> um, but where your trust and what you think is happening it jumps from one to the
0: other and yeah especially in that last like half hour 40 minutes yeah. it's doing it almost scene by scene you're not really sure that's what I mean by how I had to like sit down and um, like recap in my head what actually happened because it's because yeah it's like there's a lot of big sequences in it isn't there? There's a lot of ups and downs. I'm not in the like the the kind of uh, oh it gets good and it has good points and bad points. I thought it was all good, but ups and downs in terms of the pacing of it were like these big scenes, big dramatic scenes. But when I say Korean way. That happens a lot in Korean films. They happen. They be they're often in like these dramatic sequences, and then you have like a bit of storyline and a lull. But you know something else is going to happen. These big, these like almost not only really overacting but very animated scenes. So with the wailing, you've got like you said. There's like the 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 cop, and then the father of the, a girl, and then there's basically a mysterious stranger turns up into this small village in remote south korea and then everyone's things start to go wrong in that village and then people start to start to blame the stranger the japanese basically a japanese stranger in the village and everyone thinks well because he's a loner and he's japanese it must be him he must be uh the person who's causing these yeah i guess supernatural but also yeah he's literally the foreign threat because he's japanese exactly yeah so as you can expect with a lot of Korean films there's these big scenes where like they're accusing him of something and then it turns into like a um you know a fight or something some sort of friction happens and then it will go back to like the family and how that affected the family and then they're then they're okay well, we need to rally around the community and find out who's really doing this and then there's another big scene of them trying to figure out what's happening and then it turns into a like i don't know a chase or a chase through the woods and it's very like in that respect it's very thrillery but in a very korean way that the 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 characters are you know there's there's such like suspense and terror in some of it but then you have a sudden scene of like weird comic relief where something just stupid happens like something really slapstick even in the middle the first half yeah especially the first half even in the middle of like a horrific horrific scene where there's violence and there's a chase and then there's like kind of brutal um, fighting or beating someone up or trying to get information um, and there's like a family desperately trying to figure out what the hell's going on, In even in the middle of something like that, there's suddenly something that is not like explicitly, hey, look, this is comic relief, but something just silly that happens, you know, yeah. just one character that's subtly just silly and, you know, it's deliberately for people to like laugh at to contrast against like the, the, the suspense happening, but I just felt like that was a real Korean thing. Yeah, and, um, I mean,
2: it's well. It like... worked well, though. Having that kind of comic relief and still keeping it light-hearted at the beginning sets you up for when the serious stuff comes at the back end. It's weird because the, the, the subject
0: the whole time is very serious. Yeah, it's very do serious. You know what I mean? like the... do, you're right; it does go like slapstick. It's weird. It's, it's bizarre, but it, I, I swear only only like Korean, South Korean
2: films get away with that. Yeah, but it just felt like it lulls you into that full sense of security. Yeah. So that. You know, even though all this horrific stuff is kind of going on, you still feel kind of weirdly safe.
0: Yeah, 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 you do. Well, you get that weird sense of literally relief where you're like, oh, okay, well, now what the hell's going to happen? Because this is really going all over the place. And then there's, like, I don't know, one, like, the police officer's, like, second guy in command who's just like stupid just like dumb and he like was clumsy and falls over and then you kind of giggle but yeah exactly it makes you like you feel a bit relieved but you also know yeah but there's like there's a fucking murderer around so yeah you know suddenly you're just drawn back into like oh my god these crazy scenes where everyone's running around covered in blood and just You know, (laughs) just beating each other up—literally slapstick stuff, like smashing each other with like spades and (laughs) the stuff—and then, 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 but you don't really know who's to blame the whole time. You don't want to—you're constantly guessing what the hell's going on, but not in like a um, like who done it way. Yeah, exactly. Not Mm -hmm. in like yeah a suspenseful like thriller way where like who's yeah which characters who's cat and mouse kind of shit. It's not at all. It's just this constant atmosphere of um, dread and this eerie... You know there's something evil around, yeah. but you never really... And that's what I like about the film, the write, the, the, the script, it never really Im- implies at all uh, who's to blame and who it could be. You know, Like a lot of Hollywood films you have a scene and then you have maybe a cutaway scene that that um, that gives the audience a bit more information than the actual characters has, and you kind of think, oh, OK, or maybe it must be that mm. guy, because they looked in a certain way. There's none of that. It's very um objective in terms of like uh who who it could be doing all this who's who's the 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 villain in this whole thing because you are as clueless as and like not just clueless but as um running around like headless chicken as the main characters are you really don't know what the hell's going on until the end and it just like hits you so hard but it twists and twists and twists yeah i mean it makes you work for it and there's definitely that Yeah, it's not easy to
2: watch, really. Yeah, it brings you in because it's not, um, it's not, it's making it very subtle um, in what you do. But yeah, it's quite tonally, uh, it reminds me of like The Witch or The Vavitch, however you want to say it, in that that was peppered by the odd horror. Mm. Element, yeah, Um, and I, yeah, it's not comedy, but um, it still was like that sense of tone and and terror the whole time, yeah, and like that sense of unease constantly. And you're not quite sure what's going on because
0: it's like a a supernatural or yeah, like element, especially Um, when there's only a few characters involved in quite a small environment, quite a claustrophobic environment. I mean, it is deliberately a small village in remote South Korea, and these guys, they're. They're not very like sophisticated city folk, are they? Yeah. They're like the deliberately kind of simple P ba- ba- That's not like I mean. Sponic. What's the spoon? Spunnik. Spunnik. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kind, kind of, of yeah Nick, isn't that like one? Of the B- B- yeah exactly. isn't that like some, some, some dude, some dude in America who's like yeah. eating like chewing on straw and like <laughs> no that's a pumpkin oh, yeah, that's it, what I mean that's what that's
2: country pumpkin like. kind of
0: yeah well they've all got like simple laboury jobs like they're, they're a farmer or a poli- local policeman or yeah. you know some guy who works in a local shop or whatever mm. but a lot of Korean films are like that aren't they about very simple life outside of some of the big cities there yeah um, and I think with that you You get a more of a sense of um, immediate uh, dread and threat because it's not in a city. It's like it's it's weird because the 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 houses and stuff, the village is fucking simple. Even though it's modern day, they're living very simple lives and very um, modest lives in these like small houses and stuff that you the geography of it works well as well because you feel like there's a threat literally outside the door or just around the corner so you you feel that it's everything is like just very close by but also slowly closing in on the small community because Mm the the like i guess the the violent happenings are happening like more frequently and then these crazy things happen like i don't know like dead crows found, found around and stuff. And it sounds like a bit cliché, like there's a shaman in there which they turn to to try and, um, I guess, exercise or expel whatever demon is floating around the town. And they, like I said, they blame the Japanese guy. But... um these things sound quite cliched, but the way they're treated, especially there's one scene in there where there's a, like, probably the most dramatic scene in the film apart from the very end, where the shaman, who's fucking cool, isn't he? Mm. <laughs> they just love the way he wears, yeah. like, a suit and a, and a, a turtleneck, a polo. Neck. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. A, a turtleneck. And, um, and he's got like a top knot and stuff. Yeah. And he's just like, he just looks so cool. And he's also wearing like a gold Rolex. And he's, he's, As part of it, he's supposed to look a bit sleaze. Like, he is sleaze. He's yeah. pure sleaze. Which, so it's the whole time you're thinking, is he just like a charlatan? Is he a yeah. con man, shaman who just taking advantage of these simple folk because they think that the town is possessed? Or is he? does he really know what the fuck he's doing? Yeah. And that, that like double thing of like, is he genuine or is he. Um, genuinely trying to help is the common thread throughout the whole film like you don't know who's trying to help you don't know who's trying who's trying to hinder and who's like who's uh actually uh evil and trying to spread this like demon around so it's that's constantly keep keeping you guessing but that, yeah that one scene where he's doing that dance weird thing. dance and stuff and yeah. he keeps cutting between that and uh a character who's like seemingly possessed and it's fucking dramatic isn't it all those drums and everything it's really good There's three things happening together yeah yeah and at the same time you've got it's cutting towards the, the to the japanese guy in a small hut in the middle of nowhere and yeah it's edited so well together isn't it and yeah that's re- and when that happens the big like, at the end of that se- sequence you're just exhausted yeah that's that, that cool. was really good that bit yeah.
2: i mean like, from a from a technical standpoint um I don't know if who, who the DOP was, the um, oh, nice. cinematographer, but uh, some of the shots, uh. um, I mean, there's a lot of wide-angle lenses and stuff they use because it really takes advantage of the, of the fact that the town, um, and there's a reason why for it, which we'll talk about in the spoiler version, um, the town is a character... Um, Within the film, mm. and like some of the um, landscapes and uh, some of the shots of the town itself and the country, mm. um, are really great, really pretty, um, very very well shot. Yeah, some amazing shots in it. Yeah, um, and you know, not so much uh, it, when it's focusing on the people and the action. Yeah, those that's still good, but it's it really sets up the beauty of. Um, of where
0: they are. Yeah. Um, But also it it, it makes it more dramatic that the, the, the simple beauty of this small working village is under threat. Yeah. And then when it becomes night, that's when the cinematography does shift and you have like these more... Um, I, I guess like extreme angles and the, the, with, with different lighting and stuff we have more terror and threat within the sh- shots and wherever the sequence is at, at night because it can get quite confusing but daytime yeah. it's a bit more of a relief and I do like the way you do get a good sense of geography like where the father's or the family house is where the shaman is, where yeah. the Japanese guy is, where the mountains are. Where they, you know, so they're constantly just going, "Hey, let's go over there," and going over to some one yeah. area. Like, let's go fix this. Let's go attack that guy. And they run, they like, run to one area, and then it's like, okay, let's retreat and go back to the house. And then they go to the other area. But and there's, there's that weird. They do invest in that, like the travel between places. It's weird, isn't it? Like towards yeah. the end, where it's like, where are you? I come over here. Okay, I'll be. In the, I'm in the car. I'll be there in twenty minutes. And you get this weird sense of like, oh, I actually know where that is compared, compared to that because it's going to take that long to get there, which is, you know, a lot can happen at that time and yeah. it all builds suspense, basically. Yeah. But in quite a smart way. Yeah. Using a very simple, like, little location. And it's, it's, and even stuff like, you know, like the lighting,
2: It for me, it seemed like it's very natural lighting. So when it's, mm. when it's at night and it's dark, um, or if you're looking into a, a dark room, um, it doesn't feel like it's lit in a particular way it feels like it's very natural lighting which is kind of the thing now these days anyway but um mm. it and so when you get these like sweeping shots of um the jungle i suppose or the forest or whatever you want yeah, to call it forest, yeah. um it's even though it's like quite gray um and all this stuff they've made, really made like the green of the, yeah. the trees ping still but it still feels natural, which. It still gives it that sense of, and I think it's quite important. Something supernatural and weird is happening, but there's still that weird sense of um, like realism. It still makes yeah, it's, it's like all very grounded, isn't it? Yeah, that, yeah, that exists. Um, yeah, and just stuff like the uh, I was going to say Maison scene. Jesus Christ, I haven't said that to, since uh, yeah, yeah, no, in, for about twenty in, years. Yeah, first year of uni. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's it's all very you know. Thought out so you know, there's things you notice probably on a set on the second watch too, which I have I have started. But um, there's things in the background. There's uh, certain um, colours, obviously certain positions and stuff, which obviously every director obviously thinks about. But um, in relation to this film, plays more of an important. Part I would say, and so there's a lot that I'm picking up second time around, yeah, that I wouldn't have picked up first time around.
0: Well, Um, I've read a a small interview with the director, he said that I recommend people watching it twice, haven't they? He said the second time around is when you will actually, yeah, it sounded always slightly arrogant, but in that kind of like, yeah, okay, he's got a point, he is that good, but. The, appreciating the nuances and the beauty of it. He said it will be the second time around because the first time around you're constantly trying to catch up with what's happening. Mm. But again, not in like a, you know, oh this is way too convoluted, yeah, okay. you know, uh, way, but it's like you're enjoying trying to figure out what the hell's happening with all these characters. Like I said, you are as yeah. lost as the characters in the film. So he's yeah, he's basically saying the first time you're trying to figure everything out and there's such a shock at the end. You really need to watch it two times. So the second time then you're going to understand, okay, this is this is like you know, um, you can appreciate appreciate what's actually in front of you a bit more.
2: Yeah, definitely. So, would you say it's one of the
0: top horror films that you've seen of recent? Um, I, it's would funny, isn't it? Because yeah, exactly. Because going back to the beginning, you were like, it's not really horror. It's, it, in a sense, it's it's more of a uh, Chiller? kind of. It's a suspenseful thriller, a <laughs> thriller. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is gonna fall into horror. I think the last twenty minutes to half an hour without giving too much away does drag it into horror, which is which which I loved. Um so I'd say in the last year or so it's definitely one of the most accomplished horror slash thriller films. I mean these days you don't get a lot of balls out horror films which are just like horror from first minute to the last minute. Mm. They they tend to have to meander around and and um and go you know, go into different genre territory. Um, whether it's comedy or whether it's like, you know, just light hearted drama which then turns into horror because everyone suddenly everyone's under threat. So um I think the fact that it isn't just a very clear horror doesn't really matter. But in terms of comparing it against similar films, yeah, I think it's one of the best I've seen recently. Um just the way it's constructed and also just the story. It's like there's so many characters in it. Um well there's only a few main characters, but there's a lot of like peripheral characters and it'd be quite easy to get too lost in it, but it it always comes straight back to the, the main focus of the film and the main um plot line of like what what's happening, what this threat is. And then by the time it gets to the end, I think it's it's freaky, scary and disturbing enough, um that it's uh yeah, it's uh, I think it's one of the most original horror ish films I've seen in a long time.
2: Yeah, I mean I think like because even though it's two and a half hours long, the pacing feels right, and the reason why is that there's always something happening. Yeah. So even when um, it seems like there's something quite mundane or boring, or well, it's never boring, but like there's it's always peppered. You know, every scene has something exciting that will
0: make you wanna yeah. watch on. I think a lot of it is the father character because again. He with Korean cinema, a lot of the characters are quite complex. One minute they can be really likable, and you're gunning for them. You know, you, they're like the hero. The next minute you're like, "What the fuck are you doing, you idiot!" And there's a lot of that in that film, um, and a lot of that was driven by the the father character of the of the uh, the daughter. So he's constantly trying to figure out what's going on, and he's very like belligerently, like, "I'm gonna go and fucking fix this," and he's just a bit of a dumb hick isn't he that thinks with his fists first so every turn when you like a lull like you mentioned or when you think that okay it's just like going to be a bit of exposition or a bit of story he literally suddenly stands up and is like fuck this I'm going to go and sort this out I'm going to go and beat that guy up and then he just gets into a massive fight and comes back all bruised up he's like well that didn't work um, so I think it's, it's him he, he, that character drives it um, and it drives it in you know in just weird different completely different directions and despair as well as like um, fi- kind of comedy um, uh, situations, and then he's he's the driving force all the way to the end. So you're empathizing, you're seeing it through his eyes. Mm. Um, and I think that's why it's, it's very much like, uh, ed- you know, keeps you entertained, grips the whole way because of him. It's a bizarre character, but it works. So, what out of um,
2: if you had to sum it up in one line? Oh god, it's always <laughs> hard for me. It's a one-line review. What would it? What would it be?
0: Um I think it would be uh <laughs> Um I think it would be a very accomplished um thriller horror that um is uniquely Korean, that has um very bizarre characters that are very unpredictable and uh it ends up in uh, quite a crazy twist and quite a disturbing end but is very, very worth watching. It's a long <laughs> line. It reminds me of when
2: Michael Scott in the office is doing
0: It's like, Okay, here's
2: the headline. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Scott at Dunder Mifflin does not apologize
0: for his thing great sales is all about making sure customer satisfaction <laughs> is number one. It's, <laughs> it's like a Daily Mail headline which is about five lines long. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's as concise as I can be. Yeah. I mean I would just
2: say Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. I'd, I'd probably give it a, not, a nine. Yeah, nine. maybe, maybe. Um, just because it felt like it had, it was just well shot, it was well acted. It was kept, it was compelling, kept yes. me going right until like the final, literally till the final shot. Um, still in it, and it really stuck with me afterwards enough for me to actually research what what it was, um, what was kind of going on, and if I basically got it right in my head if I understood it correctly, which we'll come onto on the uh, spoiler part. We'll come all over it. We're going to... Well... (laughs) (laughs) Onto it. Yeah, we're going to come wailing. (laughs) Come wailing with us. And um, Welcome to the um, Soggy Popcorn episode where we talk about The Wailing, and this is the spoiler cast, so we'll be going totally in-depth into the film, The Wailing. Um, you might have uh, listened to the review already. Um, it, we highly recommend <laughs> that you see the film um, before you listen to this, because we are going to... It's just full of spoilers. We're totally going to rip this film apart and put it back together. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, working. yeah. So we both really like the film. Um, so yeah, I mean, do you want to talk about
0: the ending? I can talk about the whole thing basically. Yeah, well, you saw it more recently than I did. I saw it a couple of months ago, so it's a little bit hazy. But for me, the big um, uh, point of discussion would be like the last half hour because so it all just goes think, crazy. What do you think? What do you think happened? Well, okay, so let's recap a bit at the end it's still kind of ambiguous isn't it so it's all about the the japanese dude who they say is going is possessed is like possessing the town or he's a demon killing people and then the daughter of that guy is possessed and going fucking mental the whole time and then they beat the japanese dude up and then the shaman does that big dance number and it almost works doesn't it almost Kick dance, though. Yeah, it almost killed the Japanese guys. Like going crazy on the floor, and like crows are dying around him, and his dog's dead, and he's smashing stuff up, and he's bleeding from his butthole, and he's he, it's like he almost dies, or something almost happens, but then the dad flips out because the kid is getting hurt, and then stops the shaman. So then, then it flips, doesn't it? And, it's, and it and then they basically say that the Japanese guy was there to help. And to save the town from the demon, who was actually this random chick who was just wandering around the whole time. Mm. But was she? Did she play a big part in the beginning? I can't remember. Yeah, so she they talk turns about up, Oh, she's throwing rocks. She's, she's like, turns she's like, rocks. she's like what, just a
2: local crazy girl? Yeah, she's like, I saw what happened, and then oh, like, yeah. oh. and then that's when he gets
0: kind of attacked. By throwing the rocks by just, but like, kind of sitting. In in a road petulantly just chucking rock. Just well, like. she's sitting underneath the tree where the woman was
2: hanging. Oh, is she. Oh, okay. Right. That's where she first appears. But yeah, she's just throwing rocks and getting closer and closer.
0: Yeah, but just like being a nuisance, and they yes. think she's just a random not job. Yeah, that's what they think at first. Okay, so then that at the end, she they all suddenly think it's her. It's her, and the whole thing points towards towards her, and you've got that big suspense suspenseful sequence where the shaman's in the car trying to drive over there then it's like it's fucking her the japanese guy's trying to help she's the she's a demon at the very very end the last like literally two minutes it flips again doesn't it and she's basically saying i'm here to help mm. don't listen to him listen to me and then i don't know i didn't i don't think i really decided who i think is the- <laughs> The demon at the end. Well, if you remember, like the Japanese man is literally a demon. Yeah, because he's in the in the cave at the end, isn't yeah. it? So he turns, and that's amazing. That bit when he turns yeah. around, he's like fucking creepy. Yeah, because you're like, he he's taking all, like, the photo, you're like, his hands and nails look weird. And then yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah, okay, i So dawns that now. on you, you're like,
2: oh fuck, he's like a proper fucking,
0: literally yeah. a demon. But then no one's controlling him. He is the demon. Then yeah. okay, so it's not like someone else could controlling him, and he was just a, a, the the. The puppet of something else. He is the whole time he was the demon. Yeah, so this is what.
2: um, So this is. I'm going to kind of go through the sequence of events Mm. from how I've understood it and also from what other people said. But it's like, so this Japanese man is the demon like the whole time. Yeah. But when that big shaman thing happens in the middle, he's like sucked out the demon a little bit. That's why the Japanese man is suddenly like a bit more. Normal, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: but what's and then he kind of gets more possessed as it goes. So he gets weaker at that up. point, doesn't he? Because that's when they chase him around the hills. Yeah, and then he's just like like fall stumbling around, just like yeah, and then falls off the cliff. And he's yeah. just like, oh, fuck, I'm fucked up. Yeah, and, and that's then you see the lady he's not, in the rain he's possessed apparently.
2: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so what's supposed to be happening is so he's the very first scene. If you look, there's like. He's using two hooks to like you, use it on a worm, and apparently that's like that's supposed to represent him and the shaman. Um. So the so the, for me the, the major point of contention, I suppose, is whether the shaman was in it in on it the whole time. Right. So some people say that he was and that he was evil working with the demon the whole time, yeah. or that during that whole thing and dance in the middle, because he got interrupted that the, it, the demon right possessed, he became evil because he was trying to suck this demon out. Okay, yeah. And because it got interrupted, it didn't yeah. happen properly, Maybe and that's affected. why he got a bit infected, yeah. and the Japanese man comes back to life. Right, okay. But what people say is that the Japanese man is the demon the whole time, yeah. and that he did he raped that woman on the rock. Remember they talk about the rape? Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's evidence that he raped the daughter. Right, okay. And that's what happens, is that and then they suddenly get this... Um, skin disease. Yeah, yeah. And that gets passed oh, on. Oh, he didn't
1: make like a daughter, did he? Yeah, well, a dog, Yeah, She's kid. Yeah. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile.
2: Ugh. That's what they suggest, and also like um,
0: poor kid, poor little girl. Um, What's this fixation with the the guy in the photo in the in the in the, in the van? Yeah. yeah. Um, so he
2: was supposed to be. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm still not like hundred percent on this, but that he that was weird. brought back. He killed everyone and ran off or something, right? Yeah. Um, and then the Japanese guy was gonna uh, brought him back to life. Uh. But when he becomes a bit like good again, oh, okay, that's when yeah. he goes back and he's like, he runs to it and he's like, Oh, fuck, like the guy's gone, yeah, yeah, and then that's why he's waiting, waiting in the bushes, watching it kind of okay happen. He's just like hiding all like that, and shit, yeah.
0: That's when he's like weak, and that's when they're having a the fight with that basically zombie guy, yeah, which is amazing, <laughs> yeah. It's like the most ridiculous, stupid, weird zombie fight <laughs> yeah. ever. When he's like, but that's what I love about it. We kind of, um. Um, mentioned or uh, hinted at in the the, the post uh, the pre-spoiler review is that the slapstick element of it and that was like the the uh, the prime example of it when they're on that hill and like one's getting bitten one falls over one gets smashed they smash his head in a rock he wakes up again he bites another guy this other guy just like stumbles clumsily down a hill and then the other one's like oh fuck i need to smash this guy and then he won't die and then that's when it just turns bizarre but um immediately after that is that whole chase thing through the woods and then into the car and then in the rain and that's just like relentless that whole sequence in the last ages but yeah exactly the whole time You've got that Japanese dude just like peeping through the bushes at them, yeah. and that's when you start thinking maybe he he isn't this all powerful demon. Yeah, because he's he, some old man. Yeah, exactly, and maybe he's there to help, and maybe this woman, this mysterious woman, is like the actual demon because she. It seems that she basically pushes him off the cliff and yeah. lands, and then. Lands yeah. and then um, so well, that, that you're still guessing that whole time, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, so that was. Um, so
2: yes, yeah, sorry, just to go, just to go back a bit as well because with that. But that bit in particular is quite a key point because when he falls on, um, the main guy throws him off the cliff, yeah, yeah, and therefore he has sinned. So later on, where she's like, Why has it oh, yeah. happened? Why have you done this? and he's yeah. like, Because her father sinned, yeah, yeah, and he's like, eh? Whatever, but it's because he, he killed. made a decision to put yeah. him off the edge, yeah, to actually kill him. Um, he didn't actually die though, maybe the dog, I don't know, but. Yeah, no, he yeah. didn't
0: die. But I mean, he um, did go. Dad did go crazy a few times. Yeah, like so, that whole dog bit when he was initially attacking the Japanese guys. I like, fucking shit out, dude. Yeah. So I think about things for a minute,
2: um, and so that's why you know when she's like, "Don't go back until the third crow cries." Or whatever, yeah, like, yeah,
0: and all that stuff, which is quite. I intense. love that scene It he's he just like you feel him frozen. You just feel like all he needs to do is turn around and run. And he's just like. What the fuck do I do? Yeah, do I believe her? It's do really I not? Bad. It's really bad. like literally that was made me want
2: to squeeze a little piece of poo <laughs> out <on> my bum. <laughs> yeah. but it was and the um... whole
0: time the shame. I thought that bit when the shame is just puking loads of blood. Yeah, that, that was, was amazing. That, how um... was that
2: to the point where I was like, "How did they do that? Yeah, like, I, I know. know like, yeah, they did it really well. ways of doing that these days. And he's
0: just otherwise he's just like wearing, he's like wearing just not sensible shoes. Like his whole outfit just doesn't work. Like you yeah. he said, he's a sleazy guy. But um, no, he's just like slipping around in his own puke and just like, oh god, I'm puking, blazes! Oh, something's wrong. Oh, you know, yeah. I'm too close to her. What's going on? Yeah, well, that was it. Like she was warning
2: him to get to get out. And then yeah. when he goes, and he's like, and the dead crows. So the crows are supposed to symbolise um, the demon and stuff. So right. a dead crow is not a, a good thing for the demon. So there's yeah. that idea of like when he finds
0: that dead crow in, in the, the barrel. Barrel. Yeah. That was supposed to be like protecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, okay, but initially you think, oh, that's actually contaminating and that's, like, yes, spreading the thing. disease. Yeah. But that's this weird, like, yeah, magical... Weird protection <laughs> yeah, protection spell. Yeah, okay. Um,
2: and that's why he kind of gets rid of it, because he's, like, evil. Though, you know, some people have said it's the other way around, or whatever. It depends on what you, what you go for. But, like, I think... And as well, like, when he goes back um, and he crosses and you see the thing, like, die, um, a lot of people are like, well, you know, he... His family were like, Why was she keeping him when his daughter was killing everyone? Mm. Um, the point of it was, was that they were like already done for. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. their souls would still be okay, right? But because he crossed the boundary, yeah. Um, he, that was why the shaman was able to come in and take photographs and essentially steal their souls. Yeah, yeah. Um, but why do you think the shaman's motive was? He was just working with with the demon. I don't think there was any particular... Do you think like, from the very beginning he was working with the demon? I or thought... You think because he was actually... When it finished, I possessed. thought he was, he was working with him at the beginning because yeah. he talks about the demon fishing yeah, like, and yeah. all that stuff, which is obviously what the Japanese guy did, and that's a literal metaphor. But also, um, it's like weird things, like the fact that he was wearing that weird same like nappy thing yeah, <laughs> yeah. he was wearing. But also, they talk about um, one of the families that died before... Had the shaman round, okay, yeah. um, and he talks about and like, have we got the shaman in? And she didn't want to do it or something, yeah. Um, and they all died, and uh, so it sounds as if he's been like going around doing uh, doing that. so yeah, that's yeah. Why um, it kind of proves that he might have been involved from from the beginning, and also when he there's all the photos at the end. It kind of shows that maybe he's been doing this for a while. Or yeah, the same as yeah. with the photos in the demons place. Yeah. Um that that they were in on
0: it from the off. Um, yeah, exactly. They just they'll start again somewhere else.
2: Yeah. I mean some people said that those photos were what the demon said he burnt but didn't.
0: Yeah. Um
2: and that he's got them instead. But I'm like, Well that still means that they're kind of working together. Yeah, right? exactly. Um but the white woman is supposed to be like, you know, the good She's the protector, isn't person. she? Yeah. yeah. And um And And that's why like when she holds his hands, there's that whole thing of, like, you know, I'm a physical being. Yeah, yeah. um,
0: And, you know, you can touch me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, As opposed to being, like, a ghost slash demon. Yeah, exactly. um, Well, I think that I I like the way everything had a purpose like that. There would be a lot of films, especially, like, Hollywood throwaway horrors, that there would be certain decisions purely for shock value. Like a demon, or a twist, or uh, some sort of action by the the protagonist, like suddenly making a stupid decision. But you know it's because they just want to have like a a scene where something crazy happens. But with this, everything seems to have a purpose. Even though it kept twisting towards the end, you could easily just think, "Oh, he's just doing this for effect." But it's not. You know, you feel even the very, very end that last scene that demon Japanese guy in the cave turning around and slowly turning into like a fucking monster. You know that it's deliberate, everything. Um, so yeah, that's why I like the film so much. But it does kind of make sense in the end when you think about it.
2: Yeah, I mean, even if like, if you don't, you can go deep into it. Like yeah. i I've kind of, you know, been doing a little bit, um, and you start to see things like. Stupid stuff like they're when they're um she's playing like the little kazoo thing or whatever at the side. Yeah. Um the shot before it goes into the next scene is the Japanese man fishing.
0: Yeah. Um so he's yeah, literally, he's like literally getting the, his, he, getting closer, getting his hooks yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. Um and
2: you know, there's little, there's little bits like that. There's like the crow's nest that yeah. they find in the first house or something where they yeah. killed everyone, and obviously like this demon's supposed to be like this crow thing. Yeah. And you hear like when they hear a little noise upstairs above the woman's room, and it sounds like a crow, um, like yeah. a cat dying. Yeah. Um, a lot of it is just like kind of witchcrafty possession shit, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is, um, but it's not. But you're right. Like little there's, signs. It's there's or... not like. Um, no, so I
0: was just gonna say there's not. Uh, it's not done for effect Yeah, exactly no it does everything seems deliberate um even just like the when he's just smashing stuff when he goes to the japanese guy's little weird shack and just smashing shit and everything and all of those like the dog like that scene where he's just smashing up the hut and then they kill the dog right yeah and um even that yeah you it, it makes you kind of sympathize with the japanese guy which lulls you into a bit of a, yeah. you know, Especially full sense, he's and then just after, standing there being like, yeah, like, exactly. What? It's very passive, and then that's why it gets so shocking towards the end because mm. you really you write him off really as a villain as as, as a demon until yeah. the end, where that's why you really just it's so dreadful where he turns around and he's like it's a fucking monster. Yeah, it's even and then the also man. because the the guy he's talking to at that time is that interpreter priest. a priest guy who is basically Two, three. yeah, and he, he's like he's the the uh, I guess the the moral level for the whole thing. You know, he's not he's he's just the one he's innocent basically the whole time, isn't he? He's literally just trying to help because he can ha- happen happens to be able to speak some Japanese and then he gets caught up in the whole thing. Yeah. And he gets like fuck really fucked up in that fight, doesn't he? He doesn't get bitten that's where like, his face, face yeah, half that yeah, his face is. But I mean, well, yeah. he
2: goes he goes to be like a sickle, <laughs> I think it is, to yeah, the, yeah. The Demon's thing and then you know, when he's like, you know, what makes you think I'm gonna let you go? And then yeah, take yeah, a photo exactly. of him you think Yeah well, but you
0: know that he's like he's the dead. next victim, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: what, what else is gonna happen?
0: Yeah, um, basically, everyone dies
2: pretty much. Yeah, because right. even his like uncle or whatever, yeah, the guy, the, and
0: the, the kid, co- partner yeah. is dead. Kid, ah, well, the kid doesn't really die. You don't it, know what, what like, happened to the kid. The kid, last the time the kid you see the kid, the see the just the kid like, he's yeah. just like eating crap off the floor, isn't she? But you then then it leads to a scene where he, the dad comes back and just finds corpses, like bodies everywhere.
2: Yeah,
0: which which implies it's like, but the shaman goes by and like the kid's still just sitting there going, that.
2: Yeah, but yeah, I think the kid's just a shell by the end. Yeah, but everyone's dead, and she'll probably die as well because they all have that weird like fit thing. Yeah, like, I think or, so. Like, yeah, that's what I love colors.
0: about it, man. It's like it, they don't put any punches in Korean cinema. Yeah, like, most people die. <laughs> yeah, basically, especially I mean, a violent film like this. Exactly,
2: but it does like all make sense in its own thing, I suppose. Even though it's still like, there's still kept it. slightly ambiguous as to like what people's motives were from
0: the beginning to the end it ties loose it does tie things up at the end it's not and also it's not like you know so many Hollywood films have a deliberate ambiguous end because you never know you can make more money because we can have a sequel and we can start a franchise which I fucking hate so everything is just part of a bigger plan now which is annoying so this is why I just love it as a standalone film Mm. and you know the writer, and directors and stuff I'm sure will move on make something else great which is completely separate Instead of like fucking, you know, franchise yeah. starting everything, but there you go.
2: Yeah, I mean, if I've yeah, I really liked it. I mean, there's there's another thing where like the anime that there's like he's anime well, yeah, anime manga. There's a manga book or something he's reading at the beginning when they in the police station, and I read somewhere that that's like a tale of like a good spirit and an evil spirit.
0: Yeah, <coughs> I'm sure there's a lot. I'm sure there's a lot of like folklore and. And myths and stuff in Korean culture mm-hmm. that reverberate throughout that film that we're not even aware of. Yeah. There's probably ghost stories and stuff about Japanese guides in the woods and stuff that that they're drawing from that will will resonate and and affect local um, audiences more. Because man, that, that film when it was released, it got huge, you know, amount of reaction and um, and it is it's not just scary and funny and crazy and and uh, gripping. It's just Really fucking good. Yeah, Everything it's good. is really, really well made. So, you know, I'm sure Then I'm looking forward to seeing what, what they make next, basically. I
2: mean, as well, like, I don't really know that much, but, like, is it? Is I imagine Japan and Korea don't have, like, that a relationship either. Well, no. <laughs> yeah, so, like. Yeah, you're right. There's, there's that
0: almost like that external threat, the fact yeah, that it's Japanese the, anyway. Definitely, the demon. Definitely the foreign in, invasion, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's the reason why they immediately uh suspect him and immediately you know they don't even ask him they just go and run in there and just attack him basically and yeah there's this deliberate that he's just a lone japanese guy and then they kind of communicate with him that's why they need to use the priest as a, as a translator interpreter mm. so yeah there's, there's definitely layers to it there's more layers to it than i think a lot of western audiences a lot of people in general will realize but you get the sense of that for out you realize it builds and builds suspense, but you know that like, like it feels that there's a lot of depth to it, a lot of richness yeah. to it in all ways. Um, I mean, so that's, that's why, it's, yeah, it's, it's cool film to like try and pick apart and analyze because of that.
2: Yeah, I mean, the only the one thing that sticks a little bit with me, and especially I was, I, no, I noticed it first time round, but I noticed it more second time round. Um, is that the bit where he's at the house and he first meets the white woman mm. and then he sees the Japanese guy and he gets attacked um, and then he wakes up and he's screaming. Mm. And I was like, well, I don't understand. Was that a dream or wasn't that a dream? What, what actually happened?
0: Yeah, um, there's a few of um, And they don't those bits, really yeah. address
2: that until near the end where the white woman's like... The um, woman in white. Make it, make it sound like a race thing. Um, where the, <laughs> there's no woman, white woman <laughs> in it. Um, yeah, there's zero white women in it. Uh, where the white woman was um, like... Oh, that wasn't a dream, that was real. Yeah. And he's like, Oh right. But I'm like, well what actually physically happened then? Yeah, yeah. So did he get attacked? And there was part of me thinking, like, is it gonna be something like he's the demon? Yeah. The whole time because after after that is when things start yeah, exactly. kicking off, yeah. like in terms of things directly happening to him. So is he like partially like
0: but, then, but that's the it thing, you, you expect like immediate answers like you would get in most films. The next scene would answer the questions raised in the previous scene and then it goes on like that. But yeah. that's what the film did so well. It like, preserves and is patient in trying to um, explain anything and then when it does, it's just all like, well, wow, shit, what the hell was all that about? Um, but in, in a kind of good way, because you still think, yeah, there's a purpose behind everything.
2: Yeah. That's good. Yeah, it was good. Um, I highly recommend it. I think it's Done. on Netflix at the moment, um, as of... Is it? April 2017. Oh, shit, that's great. Um, So come out there and watch it. It's two and a half hours, but you. Well worth it. It is well worth it. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, see you next time. Bye. culture.
1: Culture. Culture.